Sun Devils basketball is currently on a two-game losing streak and needs to get things back on the right track. We're going to talk about what's been going wrong recently and how to fix that on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can get this podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out in the visual platform. Wherever you're getting your podcast, though, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Make sure you stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Doubles. Let's, let's go ahead and talk some hoops. Arizona State is now on a two-game losing streak. They had a chance to seize first place in the Pac-12 on thursday that opportunity unfortunately has now come and gone for the team as ucla came to town and took down arizona state 74 to 62. they proceeded to lose their next game to usc 77 to 69 and that game was not close don't let an eight point loss fool you that was not a close game let's go ahead and just start with ucla what went wrong in that game? It was a frustrating game. I was personally at that game. The atmosphere was electric. Let me let me first of all thank all the Sun Devil fans, students, alumni, and everybody who showed out to that game. I'm pretty sure it was 100% sold out. I didn't see any empty seats. It was loud. It was a proud team. And even the players and Coach Hurley himself thanked all of the fans for coming out and supporting the team and talked about how great the atmosphere was. I know I've been saying for a while now to get out there. I don't know if I've had any impact, but I do think that clearly people are understanding that this is a special team and they're going out and watching these games. And that's incredible because we just have not had that kind of support for Sun Devils basketball in a long, long time. So major shout out to everybody who is going out to those games. The, 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 the stadium and the, the ambiance that was there on Thursday was special. You could tell that everybody was bought into this team. And there were some amazing plays. In fact, Arizona State was up 35-30 at halftime. They closed out that half with an absurd half-court shot by Des Cambridge. It was insane. I thought he was going to blow the roof off the stadium. It got so loud. It got so exciting. Everybody was on their feet throughout the game. It was loud. It was fun. Unfortunately, it feels like Arizona State, more often than not this year, is a one-half team. And I really wish that they would specify if they were going to be a first-half or a second-half team so that we could just kind of establish some consistency. But instead, it feels like they just put out a good 20 minutes in one of the halves and the other half they're 
either playing catch up or they are just blowing it. In this instance, it felt like Arizona State was just kind of figured out. UCLA made halftime adjustments and Arizona State did not. It went from a 35 to 30 ball game to a 74 62 final. UCLA threw up 44 points in the second half. Arizona State was held to just 27. Arizona State's shooting percentages dropped all across the place. In spite of the fact that they were still 40.9% from deep and 44.9% from the field, it felt like they really struggled to put anything in the basket. It felt like their quality of their shots was starting to go away, and it felt like they couldn't even buy a point. It just got to a point where like, it felt like no nothing that they could do, no amount of effort. They just could not get it in. UCLA's premier defense showed up in the second half, and they shut down Arizona State, and they took everything away. Meanwhile, Arizona State's defense, nowhere to be found. It does help that UCLA really started to get going from deep. They ended the game shooting just shy of 43% from deep and a flat 50% from the field. They really got everything figured out the second half. They made adjustments. Arizona State didn't. That's about as simple as it's going to get for a game like this when we're trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong. That's what happened. UCLA made adjustments. Adjustments. Arizona State did not. This was a frustrating loss simply because it felt like this was a game that Arizona State should have had well in hand. It felt like this was our game to lose, and that's exactly what it ended up being, is we lost this game. We should have won. This felt very similar to the U of A game where our quality of shots should have led to a victory. We held a very good Wildcats team under 70 points. We kept it within a 10-point game. We did everything we could to win, and we just couldn't finish it. As of right now, that feels like the trend that this Arizona State Sun Devils team is in right now. Good, not great. This is a quality team. I'm very proud of the way that they have been able to scratch, claw, and fight their way into being competitive, but something's got to give if the team wants to move forward and actually establish themselves as any kind of contender and show that they're more than just a flash in a pan or even just a team that is solid. If we want to make any kind of moves moving forward, we got to be able to pull out these big wins. That just was not evident on Thursday night. And unfortunately, it ended up leading over into the next game. LinkedIn.com is your place to go for small business owners or if you're a hiring manager and need success in 2023. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find, or excuse me, helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools that go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in the mo- in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. Again, you guys know what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you anyway. Check out Locked on College Basketball as your next listen of the day. It's everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation, looking at Arizona State Sun Devils basketball versus USC. This was just a flat-out frustrating game. Arizona State lost this game 77-69. to I mentioned at the top of the show that this was not a close game and that eight points is very, very much not indicative of the way this game went. There was a point in time where Arizona State was down 77 to 53. It was a 24 point game. It just so happens that Arizona State went on a 16 nothing run to end the game. So sure, you ended shooting hot. You ended holding USC out of your territory and being able to get points. There's some positive things to take away from that. Of course there are. But overall, you look at the performance of this game and it just wasn't good. I think Bobby Hurley really put it best when he said that it just it, it felt like the defense didn't have the same passion that they had had in previous games. And it felt like this defense just simply didn't bring their A game to this game. There was a lot of open opportunities for USC. They shot almost 39% from deep. They shot 49% from the field. They made 100% of their free throw attempts, 14 to 14. Sometimes it feels like everything just goes in for a team. But then it, there's also those times where it feels like, you know, why, why is everything going in? And it felt like Arizona State was just leaving way too many opportunities for USC to capitalize on. That felt like the running theme in this game. It also didn't help that Arizona State was just really bad shooting. They were 22.7% from deep and 38.5% from the field. You're not going to win games like that. And certainly not against a quality USC team. They're not a great team. They're not a bad team. I believe they're in the top half of the Pac-12. They are currently tied for third with Arizona State. Look at that. Tied for third with Arizona State. This is a quality team. This isn't This isn't a team that should have been able to walk all over you the way that they did. But that's exactly what happened. This is, USC came into Desert Financial Arena, and it felt like they did whatever they wanted to do. They had uh, four different guys with 12 or more points. They got great distribution from all around. Every time they got put on the line, they made all their attempts. And it was spread out, too. It's not like it was just one person had, like, 10 attempts. They had a bunch of guys who had a bunch of opportunities. And they capitalized. Arizona State, meanwhile, was up on their percentage for the year on free throws. They shot 73.7%. But there's still those those free throws that you got to make more often than not. This was by the terms of what the team has done this year above average, but that's still something that needs to be improved. One of the biggest ways you're going to lose games is when you don't have production from some of your top players. Devin Cambridge did not score a point until just about 10 minutes left in the game. DJ Horn did not score a point period. Those are two starters. Those are two of your best players. If they're not producing, you're not going to win basketball games. And a lot of it is on them. 
DJ Horn was 0 for 5 on the field, didn't get put on the line. He has to take better quality shots. Devin Cambridge went 3 of 6, but, I mean, he really didn't get anything going until the end of the game. Meanwhile, Desmond Cambridge was able to throw up 17 points, which has got, it's a great effort. Here's the problem. Of his 16 attempts, he only hit six of them. So shooting in the mid-30s. Of those 16 attempts, 11 of them were from deep. And he only made three of them. You can't be taking those type of shots over and over and over and over again if, A, they're not there, which they weren't, and, B, if you just can't figure it out. At that point, you just need to be able to start getting things in a rhythm and just getting points on the board. You can't keep shooting three every single time. It felt like Des Cambridge was taking hero shots, and this was not a game where we needed 16 hero shots. We we just needed to get quality shooting. Arizona State as a whole wasn't really able to do that. Again, they were only 22.7% from deep, 5 of 22 on their total attempts. It just wasn't there for Arizona State. That happens. But that means that you need to start putting more of an emphasis on being able to shoot from everybody everywhere else on the court. Arizona State couldn't do that. When DJ Horn is putting up a fat zero, I don't feel good about our chances to win. When Devin Cambridge doesn't have a point until about 10 minutes left in the game, I don't feel good about your chances to win. Des Cambridge can only do so much. And Warren Washington really showed up. He had 21 points in that game. He had um, eight rebounds, so he nearly had a double-double. Like, he did everything that he possibly could to keep you in this game. Unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. And for Arizona State, they've got to be able to get better moving forward, putting together more consistent efforts. Because if you have too many more games like this, I don't really trust your ability to win any of those close games. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you check out Locked On College Basketball next. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Let's close it out with this. Arizona State has several places they need to improve on. I think the most outlandish place that they need to improve on is their shot quality. Because it feels like it's either there or it's not. It doesn't feel like there's a good in-between. Everything's going in or nothing's going in for the Sun Devils basketball team right now. They need to be able to be more consistent with the way that they're shooting. It can't be Desmond Cambridge taking 16 crazy shots a game. It can't be it can't be one guy being the entire show for the team. The biggest strength of this Sun Devils team is the amount of contributions they're getting from everybody. This is a deep team, not just from the starters, but the bench. You've got Austin Nunez. You've got Jemiah Neal. You've got Luther Muhammad. You've got Alonzo Gaffney. You've got Duke Brennan. You've got Enoch Bache. You've got a lot of guys that you need to get involved. It's one of the reasons why I've said that I'll take Desmond Cambridge leading the team with 12.6 points every single day of the week because you have so many other guys who are contributing as well. We're not a high-scoring basketball team. You're only averaging 72.5 points a game. That's not high-scoring. That's when the defense needs to kick in. For the most part, I'm not worried about the defense. 
the last three halves, the second half against USC and the whole game against you, the second half against UCLA and the full game against USC are a little concerning, but I'm not at a point where I am freaking out about it. Instead, I'm looking at the rest of Arizona state as a whole, as an offense, you need to start being, I don't want to say conservative, but you do need to be smarter about your deep shooting because with the handful of guys that are good at deep shooting, like Austin Nunez and Des Cambridge, there's more guys that probably shouldn't be taking those shots. You're sitting at 32.1%. You can't rely on deep shooting to be the way you win games. Field goal percentage of 43.2% has definitely been climbing. I like to see it. I want to see that continue to be the strength of the team is just being able to shoot from everyone on the court. But you need to be smarter about where you're shooting, how you're shooting, why you're shooting. Free throw. Obviously, that hasn't been too big of a deal in these last two games, but it has been a big deal for the majority of the season as Arizona State just has not been able to dominate on the free throw line. When you're shooting under 70%, that's a problem. That needs to be fixed. I've been saying that since the start of the season. We're now two-thirds of the way through the season. It continues to be an issue. Arizona State has to be better shooting on the line. Those are free opportunities for you. If Arizona State is a better free-throw shooter, they don't put themselves in as many holes. They don't allow themselves to miss opportunities when you get your and ones or when you just are on the line for two or three shots, whatever it is. You got to be able to capitalize on that. Those are points that you're missing on the board. I understand shooting 100%, 90%, maybe even 80% might be a little unrealistic. You can't be shooting 68.5%. You got to be better than that. Overall, I feel like the Arizona State Sunnels are just on a little bit of a skid right now. I'm not throwing up the alarms. I'm not having a panic attack about anything that's going on with the team. There needs to be improvements. There needs to be some changes, but right now I don't think Arizona state is in a situation where everything is going wrong and we need to freak out about it. If this continues this week with a road trip to Washington state against both the Huskies and the Cougars, if this continues and you are at a four game losing streak, then yeah, we're going to have to revisit this right now. These are very fixable issues. I'm not throwing up the panic alarms or anything like that. They just got to get fixed. We're going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Remember to check us out wherever you're getting your podcast. Hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Till next time, you keep it locked right here. I'm locked on Sun